in five, four, three. Hey everybody, welcome to the inaugural beta test episode zero of Games and Guts. It's a podcast about horror and all things horror as long as they're games or movies. <laughs> I guess we could talk about books, yeah, Halloween decorations, uh... stuff in your fridge in the back that's been sitting there way too long and it's kind of scary you don't want to touch it you leave it in there it's green yeah moldy gooey Ew. that's horror on <laughs> <laughs> the next episode <laughs> what's in your fridge Ew. uh anyway uh i am the game guy austin and, and I... with me my <laughs> beautiful wife oh thank you the guts girl thank you my handsome husband my name's allison hi allison hi austin nice to meet you nice to meet you too <laughs> yeah uh we have decided to do this podcast games and guts that might not even be the name this is a beta <laughs> test we might change it on yeah, episode one that's true um yeah we we just want to talk about horror stuff and do something together as a family there's there's actual ghosts in the room right now knocking stuff over so it's a good it's a good sign mm -hmm. uh i <laughs> we're gonna introduce ourselves a little bit more than just austin and allison allison you want to tell us about yourself why are you doing a horror podcast with your husband um, where do you come from where do you come from <laughs> in, the, in horror world um i've liked horror ever since i was a little girl um the well i'll get into that but the first uh i would say like i was probably five and a half six when i first watched my first uh horror movie which i know now that i shouldn't have been allowed to watch it and looking back on certain things watching i'm like my mom my dad like why did you you know let me watch that and they're like well you know you didn't know what was happening or going on or anything like that i feel like that's just a normal thing now know, like yeah. you talk to anybody and they're like i should have never watched this when yeah. i was a kid <laughs> oh man i'm surprised i'm not a killer <laughs> okay since you said that we have a daughter her name is clementine and she's seven and my daughter will always say you always like watching horror movies because blood and guts and you like killing people or, or kill people first of all i do not like killing people yes i like the blood and the guts but it's, it's more... good that you cleared this up on record <laughs> it's more it's more it's more than that i i have watched a lot of crazy crap but I like watching stuff of like how stuff's made, um, how they made it, cool deaths. Um, and I really love uh, practical effects too, because I think that's really neat how someone, I guess, could be demented, deranged, how you morbid, how someone could come up with something and actually not use like CGI. They're physically doing this. I think that's pretty cool. Like the kills and the monsters. Like. Yeah, bringing yeah. that to life. Yeah, where you got one shot and that's it. Like, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, you hear so many stories about like 
<laughs> we we had this sack of flesh <laughs> and it was rotting and we only yeah. had one night to shoot this th- something like that you hear stories about that all the time i'm gonna super fun and I'm, I'm not very good with like you know names of with like certain like actors or you know directors and stuff but there's something i'm gonna quote i told my husband that made me want to see the movie even more which was the new texas chainsaw massacre the remake when the producer and the and the director were talking about um were in the there might be some spoilers in this, so sorry. <laughs> we won't spoil like brand new movies, but there'll be light spoilers yeah. for like stuff that's been out. Um, well, yeah, because this has been out for a while. Um, the new one, there's a scene. Um, this isn't a spoiler. This is a hype moment. Oh well, is, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to get into it. Go ahead. Um, they're on a bus, and Leatherface comes on the bus. And they were explaining how they shot this. And they had one take to do this. They used blood cannons. <laughs> blood cannons. What? Are you kidding me? I was like, yep. I want to see this even more. <laughs> like, stuff like that where you You have, had me at blood cannons. I know. <laughs> where you put all this time, this effort, this energy, and you have one shot to do it. One, that's it. And you have to do it right. If some, Like, if someone's, like, foot's in a different spot that it's not supposed to be. Or if the cannon goes off at a second before it's supposed to. It's crazy how stuff like that, um, it intrigues me. And it's intrigued you your whole life, Yeah, it has. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, Allison is, like, the biggest horror fan I know in, in like, real life. In real life. <laughs> I mean, obviously, I could I could probably go on YouTube and find the person whose, like, entire house is a haunted house. Are you married and, me? Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, she is a, a horror um, aficionado. Um, and that, I guess that brings me to me and why I'm doing this horror <laughs> podcast. Because uh, I hated horror. Yeah, I hated horror <laughs> before I, I met I you. I converted you. <laughs> you converted me, like, Yay. 100%. Um yeah, I grew up, so my story is uh, I grew up and I was a little child, and uh, my sister and stuff would, like, scare me and make fun of me, and, and, and I would see stuff like Chucky and the Leprechaun, and they scared me, because what is more, how are, how is, how is there people who like horror when they grew up on Chucky? Their toys come to life and kill you. It's the most scariest thing in the world for a child. Okay, scared the crap out of me. I had nightmares about the leprechaun murdering murdering my family. And uh, yeah, I didn't like horror growing up at all. It's very scared of it. Uh, All the way up until uh, I met Allison. (laughs) Like 2011. I I would see a couple (laughs) horror movies here or there. But yeah, after meeting Allison and her like love for the genre... It really converted me and made me appreciate, like, the old stuff, the new stuff, just the fun of it, really. And then I started listening to horror podcasts and looking at, like, behind-the-scenes stuff. And, yeah, I mean, like you were saying about, like, how you really like the special effects and the idea of it and stuff like that. I just, it feels like horror filmmakers and and in general just horror people like just have so much fun a lot of times <laughs> yeah. even if they're like really stressed out and stuff and 
yeah, there's just a, a huge appreciation from me. And uh, yeah, so we wanted to do this podcast to kind of give back <laughs> now, you know, yeah. horror has given us so much and brought us closer together yeah. as a couple <laughs> yeah. that we wanted to give back a little. But on the flip side, bringing it back, I did always like horror games. Which yeah, that's was always, right. That's right. Which people, yeah, no, people <laughs> never understood it, and it's very simple because in a movie, and I tell this to people all the time, in a movie, for me, you, I have no control. Sure, I could hit stop and go pause play but i have no control over like any of those people what's gonna happen the torture that they're gonna endure anything like that but when you're playing a video game like you have that agency like so much of the time like most horror games like you have a chance to fight back and survive a lot of like earlier horror games were like survival games you know resident evil silent hill you like you know, I had to forage for ammo and stuff. Like, there was a way to fight back. And that control, like, grounded me and made me, like, still get my scares up and tension. But, like, I felt it was doable. Whereas horror movies, it's just like, let me be horrified and have no choice in the matter. <laughs> and I didn't like that. But sometimes some of the games you play is, like, worse than <laughs> what I've watched. Sure, sometimes. sure, I yeah. I swear to God! <laughs> Yeah, whatever, Allison. Um. <laughs> yeah, maybe you're right. Yeah, probably some of the stuff, not everything. <laughs> um. So for our first, it's not the first episode. It's a pre-episode. We gotta keep remembering this. Uh. That's kind of like where we come from. And again, for this first episode, it's kind of just an introduction to us as people. The guts guy, the guts girl, and the game guy. Now you're the guts guy? <laughs> no, no, you're always guts girl. I'm game guy. Uh, because you're not a big gamer. You play a little bit, but you're not like me at all, right? No, when I was younger, I used to play a lot of games. Yeah. Like little, like in elementary school. Yeah. Um, but yes, we just wanted to basically talk about our favorites, right? Yes. Bring up some of our favorites. And the fun thing is we didn't uh, tell each other no. our, our little lists so that we made we'll here. Have, I don't know if we'll have the same, but... We might have the same. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, so uh, let us know, guys. Uh, we gotta make social media accounts. Or something, yeah. Oh, God. I don't know how, guys, but you do search Games and Guts podcasts. I don't know. If you know us, I'm at Beef A-E-S-O-P-B-3-E-F on Twitter. I don't have a Twitter. I know. You'll have to find something. I guess, yeah. Uh, and and you tell us your favorites. Somehow, tell us your favorites. We'll, we'll figure this stuff out again. Again, this is beta. We're in pre. This is before. We're like in the in the past. We're in the in history the, uh, books right now. Okay. Yeah. VHS. <laughs> VHS. <laughs> oh lord. Oh man. Uh, let's get into it. Let's talk about our favorites. Okay. We're gonna talk about our five favorite movie horror movies, and we're gonna talk about our three favorite games. Okay. If 
we were able to figure it out. Yeah, because this is hard for me. <laughs> <sighs> and uh, do you want to just start with movies, or yeah. you want to start with games? Movies is fine. Want to start with movies? Yeah. Ladies first. What, oh, Allison? Okay. What is one? I mean, you could tell us about your list. Is it ordered or is it just five favorites in um, no order? It's just really? five favorites in no order, but, like, the first two I was able to, like, knew, like, right off the top of my head. The other ones were... I think were, I know those two yeah. off the top of your head. Um, so these are, like, my two, like, top horror movies, but, I mean, I've seen a lot of horror movies. This was really hard for me to just to pick five. I was like, Austin, this is going to be hard. <laughs> um, but my first one is the original Halloween from 1978. Um, I, for all of you that don't know me, um, we'll start with that. Um, I have a huge tattoo of Michael Myers on my, um, right, um, my arm that I want to eventually put into a horror sleeve. And I've waited a really long time to do that because that's something I wanted forever, but I wasn't, like, exactly sure, like, what I wanted because you know, that's on my body for my whole entire life till the day I die and after that, uh, so that was like a, a big, <laughs> sorry, our cat Mona just jumped on us. <laughs> Hello, Mona. I guess Mona, um, wants to be a part of the podcast too. Well, anyways, black, um, black cat. Yeah. Black cat. That's true. But, um, that movie, that was my very first horror movie that I saw that I was six years old. Um, that movie actually did give me nightmares and I never told my parents because I don't know. There was just something about it. Like, I just liked it. Like, I don't know if I liked being scared, the scared of being loved with adrenaline. Like, it was just, I'd have dreams of Michael Myers and he would just be chasing me everywhere. Like, he'd be everywhere. And, but I never told them because I knew if I told them then I wouldn't be able to watch it anymore. You had dreams of Michael Myers and you liked it. Okay. <laughs> gotcha. Yes. Okay. And, uh, um, like some knowledge I know about it, which probably everybody knows, uh, that that was Jamie Lee Curtis's first, uh, movie. And John Carpenter was the director and he picked her because her mother was, um, one of the main characters in Psycho. She's the woman um, that Norman Bates kills in the shower scene. Spoiler alert! <laughs> oh my god! Oh Jesus! And that turned off. So um, that's a little info there. But no, I I really like the movie. Uh, there is not like a lot of blood, no guts. Um, I mean, I mean, in terms of modern, it's very like held back. Yeah, it's modern, very modern. laid back. But I guess that's like one of like the first. I guess, I mean, that's maybe saying too much because like going back, I've seen and heard of some pretty gnarly like seventies and sixties movies that are like <laughs> well, pretty yeah. fucked up. And yeah, that wasn't. Yeah, I feel like kind of when you think about old horror, you think of. Stuff like Halloween, where it's like, oh, it's not that bloody or bad, but, like, there's some pretty fucked up stuff. Yeah. And then also, too, this is probably going to be like, if you don't know who I am, um, my family is smartasses, and I'm a smartass, 
and um, very like jokester kid around, you know. Uh, so being <laughs> younger, I think about when my dad, like a couple times where I guess I'm weird, but I could be by myself, lights off, the only one home, watch horror movies. People think I'm insane for doing that. And I can, well, now I can go to bed and not have nightmares when I was younger, I did. But now I'm like, eh, whatever, and fall asleep, no problem. Um, but my dad, there'd be a couple of times that I would be watching that or just watching anything in general. But I remember my dad, I was in my back room in our big chair and the TV was in the corner and we had this doorway. <laughs> And I remember my dad standing in the middle of the doorway with this big, huge kitchen knife, just staring at me, you know, like he's Michael Myers. And I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, not like freaked out or anything. He just stood there. And I'm like, okay, dad, knock it off. Stop. Okay. You know, and he would just be like standing there. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> you know, and then he'd, you know, laugh or whatever. I'm like, okay. And you say that I'm weird, you know? <laughs> But um, that was my dad. My dad was a smart ass or whatever. And then there'd be other times where there's a scene in the movie where uh, Michael Myers has a sheet over him and he has the holes in the sheet and he has glasses over them. My dad did that too. And it's funny because my dad had the same exact glasses that they had in that movie. Yes. <laughs> Maybe it was your dad. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. He played that part. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but yeah. They left him out of the credits. Yeah. <laughs> but no. Uh, but no, that's one of my favorite movies. And even like, I mean, I like blood. I like the guts. I like all that stuff. But this doesn't have that. It's just, I guess, because um, Michael Myers is portrayed as the boogeyman. Like, he is not like human per se he uh no matter how fast you run how fast you walk if you're skipping or whatever he's gonna get you he's gonna get you he's gonna get you <laughs> <laughs> okay I'll see who's and then and also another known fact too um michael myers is not credited at all in the movie he's known as the shape so, like, the shape to me is, like, someone that is a shadow, someone that's always there, somewhere that's always leaky, leaking, lurking yeah. <laughs> around the corner. Could be leaking, too. Okay. <laughs> around the corner, you know? So, it's just, it's something about that, I guess, because it's, like, you know, mysterious, and you're always, like, there's a shadow, like, when you look out your window and it's dark, it's, like, you know, is that a person standing there, or is that the light, or is that the tree, that kind of thing. So, it's always, like... Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, <clears throat> John Carpenter can direct the hell out of a movie. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's a huge thing for Halloween. <laughs> like, it, even watching it now, I, I don't think anybody could sit there and really be like, oh, this is a boring movie. This is not fun. Like, yes, there's not like crazy uh, spectacle kills in, in it, but I feel no. like that it's it moves at such a good pace it's got really good like creepy vibes to it uh i mean again michael myers just as a character like you said it's the boogeyman it's the shape it's mm -hmm. it's like and it's always kind of hard looking back when you've had almost 50 years of horror now yeah. since then there's horror all the way back forever uh but yeah 50 years since michael myers but like 
thinking of him just as a uh, a human, but something otherworldly about yeah. him. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and and then that's creepy. You know? Well, they also too like they wanted to portray him as like kind of like a man too because he'd walk he wasn't running he wasn't you know and then also too like the music is really good in the movie too oh, God, that yeah, helps man. it oh, man. That, yeah that, that, that score <laughs> yeah that, that song the that, theme song is yeah, just that makes it even more iconic everybody too. knows that yeah even people who never saw the movie yeah do, 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 do. sorry I'm not, <laughs> we don't want to get we don't want to get shut down <laughs> yeah uh we should probably move on yes uh, go ahead let's spend <laughs> six hours talking about the original Halloween <laughs> <laughs> you could do it uh so it's my turn now yes okay since you did your favorite like that was your number one Halloween's mm-hmm. your number one I'm gonna do my f- number one and it's kind of I don't know what it is it's kind of a cheat I guess yeah. a little bit because it's Shaun of the Dead oh <laughs> Shaun of the Dead is my number one horror movie mm-hmm. because it's probably my number one movie of all time right now in my life. Uh, I love Shaun of the Dead. It's a fantastic movie. It is hilarious as fudge. <laughs> and uh, it's also, I mean, scary the first time I saw it. I was like, you'll be laughing one minute, but then you'll be like, oh, creeped out at another moment. There's like jump scares in it that are really fun and, and get you. Um, the special effects are cool. Like when Mary falls on that pipe and comes up and you see through her tummy, mm-hmm. like that's still awesome. You're like, how did they do that? Yeah. Um, of the Dead is great. Yeah. So that movie came out in, I don't know. I'm going to say 2001. Maybe 2003. I'm not sure. See, Allison did again. She's the horror person. <laughs> she was out here doing notes and stuff, <laughs> writing on cue cards. <laughs> and I'm all like, I'm a wing it. It's perfect. 2004 okay. was Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> like I said, I'm just, we'll edit that. I'm going to edit that out. Words just right there. Um, directed by Edgar Wright. And written by Edgar Wright and Simon Pegg, who stars in the movie. And uh, it's about this little uh, TV appliance electronics store guy who, like, is having trouble with his girl and his job. And then his best friend. And then zombie apocalypse happens. (laughs) And it's him just trying to deal with it. But he's just an average Joe kind of fuck-up guy. (laughs) And maybe I get uh a lot of you know i see myself in sean and i'm like oh man thank you you're welcome um yeah and it's just a super fun movie there's such good gags there's so many lines of just that entire movie is quotable (laughs) and that's just a testament to like edgar wright and simon Pegg's script and and writing but um yeah uh okay I'm just going to leave it at that. It's I, probably favorite movie of all time. So it's automatically favorite horror movie of all time. Do you have anything to say about Shaun of the Dead? Um, the music? What about the music? It's really good. <laughs> <laughs> I have a thing with scores, music and stuff in movies too. 
That part was awesome. And then when they're in uh, Winchester, yes, right. <laughs> um, when they're in there, and then when the um, jukebox goes off, and uh, then all the zombies are in. What? I'm just saying. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And when they take the uh, pool sticks and they go with the song and they poke them. Yep. <laughs> That's the best. It's so good. <laughs> the whole movie is just golden from beginning yeah. to end. Yeah. But then it's like it's. It's sad, too, because it's like... Yeah, it's emotional. There's emotional yeah. parts to it. Because you wouldn't think, because it is like, you right from the get-go, like, you know it's the comedy, and yeah. then it's, yeah, but and then... you know, It has everything, yeah. Allison. It is the perfect <laughs> movie. And then, like, the people dying and the family, and then, you know, when you're not realizing that they're not your, you know, they're not, they're dead, and then they come back to life, and you're trying to... Uh, get your mind set in the right spot where that's not your mom anymore. That's not your friend anymore, you know, when yep. you got all this stuff going on. It also has Time Splitters 2 in it, and that's a pretty fantastic game. So, Oh. <laughs> Props. Props to them for putting time splitters yeah. too. And then the, like and also too for being like funny and like a you know, comedy, like horror, the special effects are really good too. Yeah. The makeup, everything. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. Uh there's a book by Clark Collins, uh, called You've Got Red on You. Uh <gasps> just came out this year? Was it this year or last year? Re- relatively soon last and it's year? all about the making of the movie. I definitely recommend it. Or maybe. It. I don't know. I bought it for you. <laughs> All right, Allison. Let's move on to okay. your next top movie. All right. Like I said this before, like making this list was really hard <laughs> because um, I've seen quite a few horror movies and stuff. But I do have to say, like, I guess my genre of like horror movies is like mainly like kind of slate early. It depends middle 70s 80s i guess you could say um but my second movie that i like is the texas chainsaw massacre the original one and i think because i wrote that down because i wasn't sure i know it was in the 70s it was made in 1974 <laughs> and there's for halloween yeah mm-hmm. um, by a lot <laughs> yeah um this movie uh i don't know this too like if um there's gonna be some spoilers but the whole like i guess like movie is that there's a group of friends that go to texas and a relative passed away and they're trying to they're grave robbers so they're going to see if their relative's grave is still there if the body's still there and everything and they get in some trouble along the way um they meet a hitchhiker they pick up the hitchhiker he's a little loony um he cuts himself uh takes a weird picture of him um and then they stop at a gas station and meet some other lovely people (laughs) sarcastically and then um that's where then they 
see, then I can't remember. And then they go to the gas station, and then I think they stop. You don't have to tell the whole movie. Well, I know Just... that. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm trying to get like a, you know, but you know how I am. Paint a picture. <laughs> yeah, paint a picture. But then they stumble upon a house in the middle of nowhere. This white, nice house. You know, generator going on. You're like, hey, you know, we need a phone. You know, blah 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 blah. We met this weird person, um, and basically, uh, this family is cannibals. And there is a man, and his name is Leatherface, and he wears other people's faces that is like leather, like when you stretch out. I was just stuff. thought he put like cowboy boots on his face Ew. until I saw the movie. <laughs> You're nuts. <laughs> <laughs> but that's. I don't like and then about this movie too because this is a lot um different from Halloween too. You're nuts. I'm just thinking <laughs> oh like it's just an S and M character now. I'm like <laughs> I'm wrapping leather on my face. In yes. Place. Anyway. Ladies and gentlemen, this is my husband. <laughs> I have to deal with this on a day to day basis. Dad jokes. Every, yeah, and they're getting worse. <laughs> <laughs> Every day, let me tell you. Um, just about this movie, maybe because it's like I like don't. I don't even remember when I saw this movie, but it like hooked me. Like I guess I was just intrigued by it too. Like just why would you want to kidnap and torture people? Why would you want to eat them? Why would you want to sell their stuff so other people can consume them? You know. Um, but there's a lot of other like different tellings of the story throughout the years i'm just talking about this one um that his family was just freaking nuts um but and they also keep getting away with it too like no one yeah is then you know suspicious and that's the family that also this is the family or the people that are doing the grave robbing and stuff it like it's kind of like a normal thing i guess out there that like in the movie um but there's one scene in particular that still still to this day i've watched this movie a hundred times and every single time i see this part there's a girl she's looking for her boyfriend that went inside uh which i think i might getting this be getting this confused and she goes inside and she stumbles upon this room in the house where there is just chicken feathers and bones all over the place. There's bones hanging from the ceiling. There's uh, furniture made out of the bones. Like, you're going into this house, like, you know, knocking on the door, asking for help or like, hey, you know, can I use your phone or whatever? And you stumble upon this. And instantly when she, like, falls on the ground, she knows she's fucked. Like, where the hell am I at? Like, what? where did I just step into? And then she tries. Hell. Yeah, pretty much. So she's like, you could just tell, like, the horror on her face. And she runs out the front door, tries to. And here comes Leatherface, huge burly man, and has someone else's face on his face and he has a apron on and um like a butcher's apron and blood everywhere and he just grabs her like nothing like she is just like a rag doll picks her up 
takes her through the hallway, takes her into the kitchen, where the kitchen is kind of reminds you of like a slaughterhouse, has a big, huge hook, and just picks her up like absolutely nothing, like a sack of potatoes, and just throws her on the hook. And her poor face, and you could just feel it in your back and your spine. Just, ugh. Every time I see that part, every freaking time, I know what's going to happen. I, I know. know that it's just, oh, just... Yeah, and there's other like crazy stuff that happens in that movie too but just that part in that movie just gets me every single time like i cringe every time and it makes my back hurt (laughs) it's good every time (laughs) like like it belongs on your list it probably should be on my list but i didn't put it on my list because i knew you were gonna put it on your list and and it's it's i mean like Again, me not being a horror person, I've gone back and with because of you and have watched so many old classics. You're and welcome. Stuff. <laughs> Texas Chainsaw Massacre is fantastic and it holds up so well and yeah, it's it does. so creepy. There's such a tension to the entire movie from the outset, like you said, with the hitchhiker and his weird, crazy scene. Like, yeah, you, I was literally on the edge of my seat the entire time. Again, forty. No, more than that now. 45 mm-hmm. years later, whenever I saw it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that movie's fantastic and creepy <laughs> as hell. And yeah, it's it's it just makes me sad that like no other Texas Chainsaw Massacre has like come close to that movie, in my opinion. No, the second there's, one's nuts. There's, <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong, there's fun entries. Well, yeah. There's, there's but, stuff yeah. I enjoy in that uh that franchise but mm-hmm. i don't think anything uh, anything comes close like texas chainsaw mm-hmm. massacre is a masterpiece and uh i don't think you can say that about any other one of those <laughs> movies yeah and that's another thing too like there's there's not a lot of music in it either it's like no. i guess like maybe like balls in your face kind of thing <laughs> that's a really weird way to <laughs> the fuck are you watching no but or maybe like ball shut up like balls to the wall i guess kind of thing it's like you're talking about the music no because there's not that much music like the tension like the tension is there without the music like that's true that's true a lot of times yeah it's that i guess maybe the dependent on the music music, yes to get that tension and there's really not a lot of music in it at all the score's like not big at all whatsoever but it's just like once you hear that chainsaw i guess mm-hmm. that's the music i, so. <laughs> I mean yeah, like when sally's ugh, when sally's in the woods with franklin and franklin is in a wheelchair he's handicapped so she literally is trying to go back or not go back but because she was she's going to find her friends because all her friends are gone because they're all dead <laughs> <laughs> and uh well almost dead and she you're in the middle of the freaking well it's it's weird because you're in texas so i guess it's woodsy desert (laughs) i don't know because there's trees everywhere yeah and she's trying to he's a grown man and she's a petite little woman and she's trying to wheel him in there because uh I don't guess I can't remember. I don't think they had the keys or not. I don't remember now. But I don't know. She didn't want to leave them. She should have just left them. But um, they're going through the woods. Have you know? She's having a hard time. She's nothing is straight. 
He has a flashlight. It's pitch black. They can't see crap. They have no idea where they're going. The trees are like, have like a, um, oh my God, thorns and everything. And all of a sudden that chainsaw goes off out of nowhere. It goes right through Franklin. And then, you know, well, all hell's about to break loose again. Yeah. It's just that. Yeah. <laughs> what? I just like watching you get so excited. <laughs> You're so animated. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, great. Um, but no, it's just things like that. And then and then there's another thing, too. When I was growing up, um, the outside of my door, I had a movie poster of the, um, of the original one. And my dad would always, <laughs> every time uh, he would go past it, he would always say it over and over and over again, like what it would say. I'm like, okay, dad. <laughs> I'm like, all right. See what another story. Um, I thought it was like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre and it's like, uh, uh, oh my God, <laughs> something about what would be left of them or something like that. Or it's like the movie is just as real or something. Yeah. And he, I was like, okay, dad, <laughs> all the time. And sometimes he did that too. Cause he knew that got on my nerves. So he liked to get under my skin <laughs> cause he's, you know, my dad, I'm like, right. my dad, whatever. <laughs> Stop being a dork. <laughs> yeah. Okay, your turn. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, everything else from here on out is not like ranked at all to, uh, for me. Well, I had the other. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I didn't, I didn't know. <laughs> but so uh, next one on my list, I'm gonna say is the Strangers. Oh. I don't. There's. Is there another movie called The Strangers? This is. Uh, I want to say this is uh, 2000 and something strangers <laughs> like six seven eight two thousand i don't know somewhere up there. right now on the fly strangers 2008 oh, okay i know it was in between i was like six seven eight <laughs> um yeah so the strangers is a very simple premise a uh a couple go to their like it's not even their real home is it is it their real home now that no. i don't know anything about this movie uh, <laughs> <laughs> i think it's somebody's home because they somebody else's see, home? now i know more than this than you do you're the guts girl they were at a wedding they were at a wedding or some party or something and then he proposed to her and it didn't go very well so they had like this whole plan where they were staying at like this house or this cottage or whatever the hell it is there's not many people around it's like kind of in the middle of nowhere it's a rural area yeah and she does not say yes <laughs> and then it causes like this friction between each which other. i love <laughs> i think that is so good yeah. because it's it's very subtle and it's not like you don't really, you know something's wrong, but you don't, like, know right off the bat what's wrong. And then there's just, like, like you said, there's a tension between them, even yeah. though you know they both care about each other. Yeah. Um, that just is is felt throughout the entire movie, I feel like. Anyway, that happened, and so it's kind of awkward. And then a girl comes to the door knock 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 asking if Tamara's home uh-huh you remember the name <laughs> i'm pretty sure it's Tamara. it is and they're like who the f 
No. Yeah. You got the wrong house or something. Go and away. there's like no cars on yeah, the street. It's... Like like hardly any, like maybe one light. The light is like out right well, on the front twist, porch. Yeah. Twist it. So yeah. she can't, they can't see her face and it's creepy as all hell. And then does she do it again? I don't remember. I don't remember either. Maybe, but... maybe. Yeah, because she's like, you got the wrong house. She did do it again. And yeah. She's like, is Tamara home? Yeah, she's like, no, you're like, oh, God, this is creepy already. And basically, her, the creepy girl, and two other people uh, stalk this couple throughout the night and try There's to murder them. Yeah. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. why I said her, the creepy girl, and two other people. Yeah. Well, and, and it's so scary. And it's directed so well. They got mm-hmm. ba- the guy with the bag over his face. The gunny sack. Yeah, oh, he's creepy. It's like, so the creepy. other, there's two girls that have, like, masks that look like they're dolls like china dolls like glass dolls that's fine that didn't creep me out the guy that wore the freaking gunny sack mm. and wore the suit he freaks me out he's so freaky and because so good. he has like there's like no emotion Mm-mm. and there's yeah and yeah that's the whole story and that's one of those things where like that's all it needs um at the end of the movie it's like why are you doing this because you were home yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's such a good line and yeah. so creepy, and yeah, that's it's... all you need for a horror yeah. movie. Like yeah. it's, oh, uh, it's so good. It's again one of those movies that's just like tense, practically the whole way through. It is, and it's, it's like super edge of your good. Seat. And then there's it's... one scene. I don't. I want to. This I don't want to spoil a lot, but there's one scene where a record is skipping, and it's so good. Oh, the, that. <laughs> music and that skipping and what happens in that scene is just like oh again so and it's well directed and, it's and good an older song yeah. like it's like country i guess or folk something i don't know it's... and it's just where it skips it's yeah, <laughs> yeah. the strangers is great yeah. i love that movie then... and well, go ahead. Go. <laughs> but then the one scene is actually there. That's creepy. That scene was creepy as hell. That scared me. <laughs> I was like, oh! <laughs> there, there's a scene where the woman, played by Liv Tyler, is <laughs> alone in the house. Because the guy goes he to check something. He left or something, yeah. Um, and again, this is when, like... He walks right through the front door. They're... They're creeped out a little bit, right? I think so. About it's what's going on. It's been a while on. since I've seen yeah, this. Yeah, we have seen it. <laughs> um, and Liv Tyler's just alone in the house, and she's standing, and it's a wide shot, mm-hmm. so the house is, like, pretty open and big, and she's just, like, standing there looking around, like, yeah. kind of, like, man, this is, what a fucked up night yeah. is happening right now. And they don't know, you know, they just know this one girl's freaking them out and yeah. kind of messing with stuff, and then all of a sudden, from, like, the dark corner of the hallway the gunny sack man just like you just see steps out kind of looms just a little bit just (laughs) enough to see him out of the shadows and it's so fucking scary so good yeah and then he just walks back into the shadows and you're like they're in the house because he literally walked right through the front door like i think she locked it or something and then he just came right in yeah yeah and then and then but there's the other two people that are uh lurking outside so and uh <laughs> again this is, it's it's not on my list but i do want to throw a bone to strangers pray at night because oh, a lot yeah, of people a lot of people don't like that movie or don't think it's very good I i'm thought not it was good. i'm not saying it's like the best no. 
But there's scenes in that movie and the way it's shot. Mm-hmm. Again, like, it, there's some the pool, beautiful fucking the pool shots. Scene. The pool scene, the fire scene. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. There's, mm-hmm. like, really, really, like really cool And the music's good stuff. in that, too. Yeah, it couldn't good. in the pool. Yeah. There's, there's redeeming qualities to <laughs> yeah. Pray at Night. And uh, I do want to watch that one again because yeah. it's been a while. <laughs> All right, Allison. Uh. Let's move on okay. to your number three, but not really your number three, your, your next one. Okay, so... Um, We've been talking a lot. About We're already at 45 minutes. We're what? We're already at 45 minutes. Well, sorry, we have a lot to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, This movie uh, is actually was made in 1954. What? It is black and white. And Can I guess? Yes. Psycho. No. Okay, I don't know. Shoot the antenna! Shoot the antenna! <laughs> oh my god. It's called Them. And. Uh, for Clara, let me translate for you. She said, shoot the antennas. Shoot the antennas. That is not a word for word quote. But uh, and it's Allison. I put Allison. my hands on my head like I had antennas. Let me alone. Okay. So this is from 1954, and I also found this kind of... Did you say the name of the movie? Yeah, it's called Them. Okay. Yeah, you did. Sorry. It's T-H-E-M with a big exclamation point. <laughs> um, I found this pretty cool, too, that Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 93%, so I thought that was cool. That is cool. I just feel like old movies with Rotten Tomato scores is kind of like... I mean, who cares about scores no, but anyway? See, I but I didn't really think that was like a well-known movie. That's kind of what I'm saying. It probably it doesn't have like a big as big a pool yeah. of reviews to uh-huh. put on there, and probably the people watching that movie are fans of it already. So that's True. probably why yeah. it's got such a high one. Um, this is one of my. I'm favorites. not trying to bring it down. I'm sorry. You're. Fine. I'm not trying to bring you down and be like. <laughs> Who puts them on a list? You're pissing on my, or shooting on my parade. <laughs> um, no, I, I, this is funny, a funny story too. Um, when I was, and I told you this, when I was younger, I watched this movie and the first time I watched this, it gave me nightmares and I remember sleeping in the living room on the floor in my childhood home and I remember waking up and I, my mom was sleeping on the couch and I'm like, ah! There's ants. There's ants on me. They're everywhere. They're crawling all over me. <laughs> and I woke up and my mom's like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah. And then she's like, where? Because she thought there was real ants. I'm like, no, I was dreaming and they were all over me, crawling everywhere. They were trying to eat me and kill me. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and then I went back to bed. I mean, that's the movie, right? Giant ants. And then trying I to kill ne- people. Oh, I don't know. I'll explain. And I never, like, I never had a nightmare again. That's one time. Weird. And I'm not afraid of ants or anything like that. I just don't like ants in my house. I have a problem with that. <laughs> well, now I know why. <laughs> um, but this movie... Brings back bad memories. Oh, Lord. So, this movie is actually about... Uh, well, first of all, there's they, they find this girl. This girl's um, a younger girl. And uh, she can't speak for some reason. And later on, you kind of figure out because she's scared, like scared to speak or whatever. She was like when there's different, you know, how you get scared, you know. Right. Um, And there's all these mysterious deaths and they don't know what's happening or what's going on. 
and then they realize that they see these big huge ants out of nowhere like they bring the army in the fbi you know the marines the military you know everything and they realize that um they're mutated ants because of uh, atomic radiation because of the atomic bombs when they were testing them and stuff like that and it did something to the ants. That was a big thing in that time. Yes. Yeah. So because po- post World War Two, because like they everything did was they about did radioactive and le- the costs of it, illegal and- testing on stuff and things, and they didn't like give like precautions. If I'm saying it precautions? right, there you go. Um, with things and how stuff radiation, how that reacts to like people and the ants, and but I think some of the mysterious deaths were because of the bombing. But anyways, uh, so it's these killer ants and they need to kill these ants. So they bring, you know, all the, you know, then they're trying to like shoot them and like bomb them too. And then, but there's, then they realize that, you know, every monster, whatever mutated thing, I guess, has a weakness and they figure out that the weakness is their antennas. And there's a part in the movie um, where it's like, shoot the antennas, shoot the antennas, and that has stuck with me. <laughs> Do they literally say antennas? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I always thought that was just like you being a kid. No, shoot and, the antennas, shoot the antennas. Yeah. I don't know what the pl- is, is that the real plural of antennas? I don't know. <laughs> I would just think they'd say antennas. Um, well, okay, maybe it is antennas, but I, I always remember antennas. Stop. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. Like that's what always myself. is like. You you quote that all the time, mm-hmm. and I've always <laughs> been like, is that really how they say it in the movie? Because uh, full disclosure, this is one of the movies of your favorites yeah. that I have not seen. Yeah, yet. no, you haven't. Uh uh-uh. uh. No, we'll have to change that. And there's, and like, and it's funny because it kind of also reminds me of like Godzilla and like you know how Godzilla and they have like you know that special effect thing with the big huge and yeah. like. But these special effects, it's not that bad. Like, from being in the 50s, like, with the ants and everything. I mean, it really hasn't held up till stuff, today, I, I would say. Some of look okay. But, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's been a really, really long time since I've seen this. And, but it's really good. Like, if you like old, you know, horror movies, black and white monster stuff. Monster movies. Yeah, monster movies, which a monster is... This is an ant. You see an ant all the time. You step on ants. You're bigger than ants. But then it's like, then it's like, oh. Now the tables have turned. Yeah, because the ant, you're the monster to the ant. Now the ant is a monster to you. Mm-hmm. So it's like flipped, you know. Um, but no, it's, it's. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I don't think it's like has stood up to this day. But I mean, it's made in the 50s and a lot of things have changed. But no, it's, it's yeah, it's one of my favorite favorites. Yeah, I like it. Uh, I just want to um, uh, say something. Uh, what, oh God, I can't even think of the word I'm trying to say. I've noticed uh, so far from your three movies, you <laughs> all have stories that go with them yeah. from your childhood. <laughs> and uh, my my childhood stories about like Leprechaun and Chucky killing me. Um <laughs> There's no spoilers. Those no, those movies are not in my favorites. So there will be no childhood stories about like, oh man, I dreamt about a leprechaun murdering my family, and now it's my favorite movie. There's not that. So, 
That's how uh, we've we've differed. Yeah. Already. <laughs> God, I hope not. <laughs> All right, my turn. Mm-hmm. Okay, my turn is number three, but not number three. The thing, John Carpenter's The Thing, mm-hmm. 1984, I believe. I'm gonna say 84. I don't care. Prove me wrong. Look it up. I ain't even typing it. Well, so, uh, people know. They can look it up. I'm going to say 84. Yeah, I did my work. <laughs> Maybe it was just 80. Okay, now I need to know. Because <laughs> um, I was bothering him. Yeah. Uh, I'm choosing John Carpenter's The Thing because that was a recent movie. Oh! 82. Yeah. 1982. I was wrong. Um. I, we only, well, me, I only recently saw this a couple years ago, I think now. Um, and yeah, one of the older movies that blew me away. It is fantastic. Uh, everybody kind of knows the thing for the special effects. And yes, the special effects are on another level. Like mm-hmm. to this day, They're crazy. 40 years ago now, they still hold up. They still look amazing. Yeah. Um, the thing and how it morphs the human body and twists it and becomes this fucking crazy <laughs> spider head thing Excuse that me. crawls away uh-huh. and oh, there's so much good stuff in it. Um, the if, if you haven't seen it, the story is basically just about like an isolated Arctic base. I'm I'm gonna be really quick about these <laughs> summaries, but like uh, these this group of guys in this ar- Arctic base are uh hanging out doing these things and then this dog comes shows up after being chased by a helicopter throughout the whole beginning intro credits of the movie and you're like why is the dog being chased by these helicopter guys they're trying to kill Kill, it yeah shoot it what's going on well the dog is this alien thing thing literally Uh, that like a shapeshifter yeah Yeah. and (laughs) it basically gets to this group of men in this base and morphs kills one of them starts morphing shape-shifting and the whole movie is basically does it gets to the they have sled dogs and it gets to the basically dog, them yeah. trying to figure out well, yeah. number one what the fuck is going on number mm-hmm. two oh shit it's something killing all of us mm-hmm. and trying to survive uh because that's really the alien's whole deal is it's just trying to live yeah by murdering people well to make and- it And it's all about, like, the paranoia of people and how they can turn on each other in these situations. And it's, again, just very well done. I guess my theme of most of these movies is just tension, like, the tenseness of it. Um, Because, yeah, the thing, you're kind of on the edge of your seat, too, of, like, who's going to do what? There's a scene where they're all locked in a room and they're telling, like, to cut their hand to Mm -hmm. see if it it boils. Yeah. And oh, it's such a good scene, and people are like, "No, I'm not fucking doing that." It's like, yeah. "Well, no, you're like that. I'm yeah. not doing that." Yeah. Oh, it's so good. There's some cool deaths in there too. The ending too is kind yeah. of left a little bit you open, don't know and if I really like them, that. Or if they're humans still, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a great movie. Again, John Carpenter, man. Music. Music, great. <laughs> yeah. Good music. I need. I, I've mentioned this before, but like. I just want to watch like all of John Carpenter's movies because I haven't, and there's so many of them are so good. Um, there's one scene I like in there is when um somebody is like, 
I can't remember what happened. He passed out. He something. He had a heart attack, and they lay him on the table. And then they get the what is that the fibrillator? Mm. And he gets the man gets up on top of him, and then he's about to put it on his chest. He's like ooh ooh, and then all of a sudden his stomach opens up, like looks like a freaking mouth, like teeth and everything, <laughs> like really sharp. And his hands go in his gut, <laughs> and then is a mouth now and he chomps it, down, it chomps down and it cuts off his arms it's insane so good. <laughs> it's so fun <laughs> and it's and like what <laughs> my uh my my little extra thing for this movie um it, since this is also a horror game podcast uh there's a ps2 game of the thing that is actually very critically well received and i never played it and i'm still really bummed uh it's it's no it's ps2 game you gotta buy it used and it's super expensive well yeah because it's uh, loved by everyone but it's back in the ps2 generation you didn't have this much but it was like randomly generated a lot like every time you'd play like different people would be the thing like you wouldn't oh that's cool you like wouldn't in the movie, you wouldn't like actually real... be able to tell like cool. the ai was mm. supposed to be really cool and for what's going on yeah so check it out if you guys are uh, old retro gamers you know <laughs> maybe a game to pick up the thing on ps2 all right number four allison we're getting there we're getting through this <laughs> okay so my number four and uh if you know me too which is this kind of that I didn't but I really like zombies <laughs> I have a bunch of zombie you tattoos do like zombies. <laughs> on my uh, thigh so I love zombies now, so uh, let's huh? see in what time frame are we at right now in our podcast <laughs> almost around in about an hour I would say like 40 minutes ago 30 minutes ago you were like my genre is like 70s, 80s. Well, I, I your like, genre is zombie movies. You love zombie movies. Yeah, but and I also if like there's slashers. zombie movies, you're like, I gotta see that zombie. <laughs> but see, I'm like, I guess I'm like old school zombie person because I do not like running zombies. I hate them. But I will watch movies that have running zombies them. that run in them. But to me, a zombie is... The undead, you're a brain eater, you're slow, you you drag, you're... Romero zombies. Yes. <laughs> and so my number four is Return of the Living Dead from 1985. Return of the yes. Living Dead. Yes, yes. Interesting. This is such... Interesting. A, this is such a fun movie, too. Um... Don't get me wrong, I like the original Night of the Living Dead, but I think I kind of like this one a little bit more. Um, I think it's because it's a little bit more modern. They do run. That's why I said... <laughs> um, but I really do like it. And the cop- That is pretty funny. You're like, I hate running zombies. I hate them so much. <laughs> also, my favorite movie has running zombies in it. And I, that's why I said... <laughs> I think I just like... Kind of the story, because the story's fun, and the effects are really good in it, too. Uh, and then there's a lot of, like, really cool characters. There's <laughs> there's this one girl that she's, like, you know, total, like, goth rocker chick. They go, they go hang out. There's a bunch of friends, and they're all different, you know. But there's just one where she has, like, her hair's real short, it's shaved, it's colored, She's like, you know, doesn't have a lot of clothes on. And they go into um, a graveyard. She's 
a little weird. And then she just gets naked and starts dancing around. And oh, really? Tell, <laughs> tell me tell me more about There's this boobs. movie. That's why I think one reason, I think, too, because you're a man. And <laughs> is because, I've, like, seriously, like, with watching horror movies, you always see half the time you see tits and ass. <laughs> and that always kept you intrigued, too. Okay, but so okay, the three movies <laughs> I've so just not on track. The three movies I've just said <laughs> literally have no boobs, <laughs> no nudity at all. No, but I watch the stuff that has nudity I in be, it too. I, I could be wrong. Yeah. No, I'm serious. Like I don't. The thing might have a naked picture no. poster of like a girl. <laughs> Shaun of the Dead might have a naked zombie, but I don't think so. No, but the stuff when you watch with me, like when we were first. Oh, so you're the one who loved naked boobies. Okay. <laughs> Shut up. No. Anyway, Return of the Living Dead. Let's get back on track. When you first started dating me, so that kept you intrigued to want to watch more. I, yeah, That's what I, I was trying I to get at. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. No, um, and the concept of this one is what happens is there's two warehouse workers. They work in a warehouse, and the warehouse is not your typical warehouse. The warehouse is where they work at is they have all kinds of different things. Um, like, for an example, there's this one part in the movie where there is half of a dog, like a, I guess, like, you would use for, like, a science class or for someone that maybe is going to be like work on bodies like in the morgue like a coroner a mortician you know funeral director that kind of thing so they have like cadavers there's a cadaver that's in the freezer um there's a lot of things that you know like doctor reasons like if you're becoming a doctor well there's this one scene um well first of all they work at a warehouse they go downstairs for some reason there's all these kind of um Oh my God! Uh, Jars, embalming fluids, cans, containers, canisters, and some reason uh, they accidentally release a gas, and then it reanimates everything. It makes everybody into zombies. So then they're coughing and coughing and coughing. You know, they ingested this stuff, so they go back upstairs, and things are a little weird um the cadaver is alive it's in the freezer it is literally banging 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 out to get out of it and then the things that are dead come alive uh there's like a uh like i was telling you there's a part of the dog where it's the dog where it has its fur the eyes the ear tail and then you like turn it over and then you can see it on the insides or on the outside it's alive now and it's barking it's like and then it's sad because they're like hitting it and it's like crying and it's like what you know and then um they realize what's happening and then they're like we have to kill the cadaver it's gonna get out it's gonna you know he's completely naked but it's already dead yeah and then they finally he busts out they try to kill him they can't kill him and then and then they they cut his body into like a million different pieces and it's all alive and they put it in individual garbage bags and everything it's nuts so now but then it starts raining and 
and then then well, I'm kind of skipping around a lot because I don't want to tell you too much but then there's another part where they know a friend that works at a funeral home and he's like I guess like working like embalming somebody so then they tell him about what happened kind of but at first they're like oh this is a muskrat then a muskrat it's an animal we have all kinds of them like raccoon or whatever and the guy's like why would you do this inhumane thing why do you want me to cremate yeah a living animal you know but then he finds out so then they end up cremating the animated person reanimated person and then it starts raining and then it starts raining acid it's like mm-hmm. acid rain and then it's a really fun movie. Um, and then also, too, the zombies can um, mimic the humans' voices. Oh. Yeah. That's a, there's a scene in that when they come and they're like, I think they say send, send more people or send more brains or something like yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. But it's a fun movie. I really like it. And the music's really good. It's like... Um, it's 80s, so it's like, you know, rock, you know, that kind of synth. thing. Yeah. Synth heavy. Uh-huh. But the characters... The Do you characters... know who directed that? No, I don't. Huh? Uh, no, I don't remember. Mm-mm. Good. Of course, that's the way. one I didn't write down. <laughs> um, but, uh, so, we said five movies, so this is my fourth movie, so I don't have a fifth movie. What? I don't. You little I think it. cheater. I'm not a cheater, and that's like with games. I He said three games. I only have two games. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know who it should say who directed it. Dan O'Bannon. Oh, okay. I don't know. Doesn't ring a bell. No. Mm-mm. Um, yeah, so that's... But uh, no, it's a fun one. It's a it's a fun zombie movie. Uh, I, the effects are cool. There's I've this... never watched this one the whole way through. I think I've seen it, like, while you were watching it, like, pieces of it or mm-hmm. something. And the zombie, there's, like, a thing in the canister. He's really cool. He looks like a tar, a tar person. Tar how, people. How they made him is really cool. Cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Um, so I would say the three movies I just said were like probably at the top of my my list. After that, I was kind of like you, like not really knowing. So yeah. I'm just gonna throw out uh, a couple here. Um, I'm gonna not reluctantly say the witch or the witch. Vich. Okay. Um, Robert Eggers movie that uh, came out probably like 2015 or something, somewhere around there. Uh, but I say it kind of reluctantly because I we've only seen it once. The, yeah. We've never watched it again, uh-uh. and I I say I want to watch it again. But we never. Literally, <laughs> like every week since seven years ago, six mm-hmm. years ago. Um. But I still haven't watched it. So maybe like it won't hold up uh, again. Because I know like a lot of people, for a lot of people, the which is kind of a hard movie to watch. Mainly because of like the accents and like the dialogue is written so old timey. Like it's it's almost hard to understand what's going on. But that movie just like hit me. Like it's it's so memorable to me and just well, yeah, so... There's- um a lot of weird crap <laughs> again it's it's a timepiece uh yeah. takes place in colonial times and uh the director robert eggers like 
again, it's it's not like I'm a history buff, but I watched that movie and feel like, oh no, this is exactly how it was in those days. Mm-hmm. This is exactly how people talked. Like I believe this 100. percent um, and then back then people didn't like different. They didn't like change, so they wanted to blame it on something if you know with witches and something you were sick you had something you above the whole like well, that's the funny banished. thing is that family gets banished from their village for literally just Real being quick. too religious yeah, like they're yeah. they're just so, so religious and like about the book of god that, yeah. that the whole town was like fuck out of here with that shit yeah. which is weird different. you were you were shunned you yeah and yeah then this family gets cast out out because of that and Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter how religious and how much of a man of god they pretend to be the witch of the woods comes and Mm -hmm. just ruins their lives basically yeah pretty much and again it's kind of like a descent into madness this one isn't like as tense as like the other movies i've been saying but it is just like at you like know I said, there's something it, wrong. it there's is something a descent. Not right. in, there's it, not, yeah. It just gets like weirder yeah. and weirder and darker and darker as it goes on. And then and this is also a movie I where re- they're not like really show things. And I guess that kind of like makes things worse too because your brain sometimes takes you to, well, me, takes me to a darker place. Yeah. That if I don't see or if I hear things like off screen or your imagination it yeah. leads you to your imagination of what's happening and there are and then now too after which this is true after i don't know if anybody else that has children but since i've had clem there's certain things that i see differently now since having a child definitely especially what definitely. happens yeah. to the kids so yeah <laughs> um yeah, so The Witches next one on my list. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't have, like, runners-up or anything? Like no, that? I no, I can't. Do you know how hard this was? I know. <laughs> and then uh, uh, for number five, let's see. We said The Witch. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess I'll just I guess I'll just go with The Shining. That's pretty good. Because <laughs> that was kind of an earlier one. I did read the book for, like, high school or something. Maybe like a book Oprah report Ford. or some some shit like that, <laughs> and uh, I liked it. And then I was like, okay, I'll 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 be brave. I'll put on my big boy pants and I'll watch the movie because I read the book, so I should be able to mm-hmm. should be good. And, and then we watched the was it the not a we watched Doctor Sleep not recently. Prequel, but sequel, sequel, yeah, I like that. Doctor Sleep was really good too. Um, but yeah, The Shining's great. I mean, everybody knows Jack Nicholson's performance is out of this world. Fantastic. Um, there's a, a lot of differences between the book and the movie. Um, that's well documented. Stephen King does not like the changes that, oh, yeah. uh, yeah, took place yeah. in the movie. Um, but, but, but I, again, like I, and that's fine. Cause he's the author, so he can not like that. Uh, I think both stories are fantastic like you can look at them as just two separate retellings of the same story like as long as you go in knowing that like i think it's 
fine. Have you seen the TV versions of them? No, we haven't seen. I haven't seen. I them. have. I seen, when it originally two right when it originally came on that uh-huh. was during Chucky season for me. Okay, I was not watching that shit. Okay, Chucky season. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think there's two. I think there's two TV versions, if I'm not mistaken. I think there's just one. I thought there was two. Maybe. I thought Maybe there was recently two. they just did a I new one. I think so. Yeah, there was two of them. And then that one. Yeah, I think there's I think there's two. I think. Well, we're just talking about Jack Nicholson. Oh, I know, but I'm just saying. Because they're read. They're, yeah. Because yeah. I know I think uh, Stephen King likes one of the tellings. Of the I know he liked the TV. one from the nineties. Yeah, and then I, like I think there one. was another one. Um, yeah, The Shining is just a great movie. It's got really good characters. Um, it's again kind of a descent into madness that I enjoy seeing. Like this character just kind of lose himself, and uh, I'm pretty quickly I'm, too. I'm kind of a sucker for like a good ghost story. Well, yeah, and it's <laughs> definitely a good ghost story. Yeah. Um, music. <laughs> so that was my number five. Woo-hoo. We did it! Yay! Want to know the other ones I wrote on the list? Yeah. Uh, Monster House. <laughs> You just talked about that the other day. I know. <laughs> That's so, funny. Uh, just real quick, Monster House is a kids movie uh, about a haunted house that literally comes alive and like it's eats kids. Yeah. It's an animated movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's good. It's so good. It's so fun. Yeah. I think it's great. Clem it's great. It. Like in- it's like a great intro to horror movie. Yeah. Like there's some spooky stuff. But it's yeah. just It's it's so good. Um, Idle Hands your favorites i <laughs> love that movie which that's surprising because from the get-go you did not like horror movies yeah so from you liking that well that's the thing <laughs> no the remember i idle hands is something i did watch yeah. when i was like younger yeah maybe like 12 13 so i feel like and it's that's... it's the perfect age for that kind of movie <laughs> but again like i was scared of like yeah. the i was scared of like the blood and the gore and guts and stuff in that movie but i still like yeah, thought it was, was funny I was surprised you're like yeah i really like this and movie fun. i was like and, i watched it when i was younger i'm like huh? and it had been probably like a good 10 years or so since i'd seen it mm-hmm. last and we watched it together and we, we just recently yeah. watched it together and it holds up yeah, so it good it, does. it was hilarious yeah, the effects though. the yeah it does so I was like, okay, this uh-huh. is definitely and like going funny. on my list yeah. of like be- some of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Uh, and last one on my list was a relatively new movie by the name of Malignant. No, oh. came out last year. No, and then 2021. Like, eh. I love that movie. So bonkers I know, I the out of this. Of it. It's it was so, so crazy. Cool. Yeah, I was like, what? Oh, because it's, it's so not. Good. It's not done that much no and you, i liked it you don't was get different. many like bonkers over the top no, like was very different and i liked it because you don't big, see so much big of it. production yeah that was good and oh man <laughs> that prison scene oh i know that was... oh man yeah Woo, i won't watch it again we gotta watch that for this <laughs> season we're not gonna tell you any more about yeah, it if you haven't seen it new. because if we tell you like what is happening it will ruin the whole thing for you yeah the twist it's yeah if you haven't seen malignant it's on hbo max uh or blu-ray dvd you should (laughs) you should see it just know like 
it's bonkers. Yeah, like it's that's really, yeah. it's horror and there's blood and guts. Um, but it's just like it, it's really over the top. And it's funny because if you really it's attention... over the top, but it's played seriously, and yeah. I like that. But then it's like I was saying, it's funny though if you really pay attention to the beginning of the movie. Yeah, you can. Care. It'll give you. It'll give it away. Yeah, you can. Yeah. Care. yeah, don't do that though. Yeah, it's. And I didn't realize this, it till after watching. I'm you, like, oh. Hey, audience, people listening, just stop doing that. <laughs> like, just in, go into a movie. I know. And just watch the movie. That's like, right. don't try to be like, oh, I'm, I'm puzzle master. I'm gonna figure out this movie before it's done, and then get mad because I. But it, does, give I, it, but it I, does though. It gives it away. It doesn't really. Again, mm. unless you're looking for well, that I stuff. Well, I know, but that's like sometimes when there's like, trailers. There, sometimes the trailer shows you too much. I'm like, oh, I don't need to see the movie now. Yeah, I don't need to pay the twenty dollars to see the movie. I, that's your fault. <laughs> I ignore trailers now unless yeah, I, I have, have to, to watch too. them at the movie theater. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, so. Let's uh, we're, we're long podcasts here. Uh, we're gonna Sorry, we got a lot to say. We're gonna talk about our three favorite horror games now. This will actually games. probably go pretty quick because <laughs> Allison's only, only two. got two, and I I feel like we just won't talk about them as much. Um, do you want me to start the? Well, I'll go because you just got okay. done talking okay. about. Okay, so what, are... Allison? Guts girl, what <laughs> is your three favorite? Two favorite? horror video games well my first one is friday the 13th but this is the 1989 one from the regular nintendo the original nes oh my god i played this damn thing for (laughs) hours and 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 it really pissed me off did you ever beat it no (laughs) (laughs) because it was hard nobody ever did it was super duper hard i think too hard actually I mean, that, you're talking about, like, every Nintendo game back then. Yeah. Those games were always hard. Well, I think also, too, because there probably wasn't a lot of them, so they wanted to make them harder, so you would stick at it, I'm assuming, because there wasn't so many games, and it pop whole, them there, out all the there's time. There's a whole psychology to it, Alice, and, like, video games from that generation came from the arcade generation, uh-huh. where arcades, your whole point was to get people to keep right. paying quarters, paying quarters, so even though you were able to take games home now, people still had that mentality of, like, make it harder, yeah. so keep them playing, yeah. keep them playing, where they didn't realize, like, you already bought the game, you're stuck with it, Right, you know? yeah. But, but also, uh, game rentals became big oh, yeah. thing. So mm-hmm. they kind of still have felt that need to like, well, people are just renting games, so we might as well keep making it right. so difficult. People yeah. keep wanting to rent it. Yes, I just remember like him always killing my counselors <laughs> all the time, and then like when you'd be like in the boat or canoe or whatever it was, and then you're like rowing <laughs> to get to. The- to get to the other cabins and stuff and those damn was it his so, mom that was shooting out of the water uh, or was it zombies or somebody doesn't matter and i don't remember like ghosts that yeah it was, it was like zoom zoom and like the so ga- what's the point of the game allison you have to save the so now i can't remember <laughs> shut up austin um i think it's you're saving the um uh Oh my god, the campers, right? Or is it the counselors? So now I forget. Counselors? Mm-hmm. 
I don't think you're saving. I thought you're just trying to kill Jason. Well, yeah, but then but you have all the counselors. Yes, but then like and then when you... Jason kills one, you just go on to the next counselor. It's been a while since I've played this. I too. know, but I'm saying you you I, you have to. I I don't know. I can't remember. But I know. Don't you have like, to like find pieces, uh, like items, yes. to kill Jason? Yeah. You have to like find his mom's like, sweater find, or something. Find the cap. Yeah, because you have to find the sweater. You have to find the sweater, and then if you find the sweater, then that's pretty much when you're kind of able to beat him, because he thinks you're his mom. Are you sure you're not just thinking about the movie oh, now? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I remember something, and then I remember like when I would find him, and he would be there, and then. He's throwing knives or something at you. His big old head. <laughs> yeah, so like. But it was it was like, fun though. The game has like a, a map in which you Hard, you, but you, fun. you side scroll run through the camp like running and jumping again. Like there's monsters and stuff. Yeah. That you gotta avoid. You go in the and woods. And then and then you go into these cabins and like from there it's almost like a first person kind of thing where like you look around yeah. and try to search for stuff. But Jason could be in the cabins yeah. and if he's in there you're fucked. Yeah. You're dead. Uh, you can like kill him, but he just comes like, back <laughs> until you do the things that we, me and Allison don't know because we never beat the game. No, but I mean, I played this when I was little, like when I was in elementary school, we had the, when we first started dating, I bought it for you Yeah. and we played uh -huh. it Yeah. for like once and we're like, oh man, this game sucks. Cause it was to... <laughs> so hard. Yeah. Very, very hard. Go ahead, do your next one. Okay. So then my number two is the original Resident Evil, and that was from 96? 1996 on the PlayStation 1. And Good choice. Good choice. Thank Good you. answer. Good answer. <laughs> um... This movie, 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 my God, this game, I have memories too because, um, <laughs> this is funny because, um, my brother had it and I remember when he brought it to the PlayStation and it was in his room and I remember sometimes it'd be on the weekend and it'd be late at night like, how's it? Are you still up? I'm like, yeah. He's like, come here. I found this. I did this. Look, I beat this thing. Look at this thing. The liquor. The so he. I would come in there, and I was young, and I would sit down, and I would watch him play for hours and hours. And the funny thing was, is that he would let me play. He would let me play, but I couldn't save anything. <laughs> Could find well, ribbons. Yeah, because yeah, you know back then the ribbons were hard to find. Mm. <laughs> and um, but yeah, I would play, but I would play like when he was at work or he was at his friend's house or out or whatever but i mean i would sit there and watch it for hours so i have memories of my brother playing with him and i remember seeing for the first zombie for the first time and like when it got up and everything i remember that and um but i played it too i played it for hours and i remember i was kind of like scared like oh i don't want to go that way because the zombie's there <laughs> it's gonna eat me and i and then like learning how to aim and to shoot and like not having that much ammo and stuff and can i be a little bit of an asshole oh you said a liquor and the <laughs> The liquors only showed up in the second game. Oh, sorry. Well, so. it was some weird thing. <laughs> I mean, the, the first one's got plenty of monsters. It's almost a monster movie. Well, yeah. You got giant spiders. You got man-eating plants. <laughs> like, That's true. It's practically Castlevania <laughs> with guns. But I remember that game, too, Like, was very popular, too, because wasn't that like kind of like the first games that was like that because of PlayStation? That was like kind of like realistic, kind of. I mean, back yeah, I back mean, back yeah. then. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah. It's, it's, 
definitely was. I mean, the acting wasn't very good in it at all. No, over, okay, <laughs> I will not have you slander <laughs> the and say they had bad acting. That <laughs> acting, that script is perfection. Oh yeah, Barry, where's Barry? Oh, Jill, I'm so happy. I thought you were going to be turned into a Jill sandwich. <laughs> Why isn't anybody here? Where did everybody go? But you, the master of unlocking, could do anything, <laughs> Jill. Uh, that was great. I couldn't write better stuff if I tried. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, I, I mean, love it, it was now, like, looking back on it, it's funny as hell. Like, just, yeah. It's funny as hell, but it's, like, there's just something about that, like, B-movie quality stuff (laughs) that's just, like, like, nowadays people try to replicate it, and you can't. Yeah, I know. Like, you can't. There's a certain type, and even old movies, like, some of them do it badly, but, like, I I love that dialogue in Resident Evil. It's so good and entertaining. (laughs) And, like, there's lots of stuff like that I, I love. No, but I, I really like that game. I mean, that That's was good. like, I guess, I guess maybe like, well, I mean, like playing uh, like Friday the 13th, but that's on a whole new level. Like this was actually scary that's, and, uh, as, and that's what realistic I was say. Like, and I, I the think first, like zombie game, I guess you could say. Maybe that's where I fell in love with it. When I don't you know. You were talking about like first uh, game kind of like that. Like there were horror games all the way back on Atari, like there's Texas Chainsaw Massacre game oh, on Atari right. that I, I showed you, you about. Yeah. Like, uh, but none of those games really do Touch a great the... job of like capturing like fear and terror yeah, in, in yourself. Fear, yeah. Um, Sweet Home on the NES, which was a Japanese only game, but you could import it and play mm-hmm. it, which was like the precursor to Resident Evil. Like that game is all turn based, like a Final Fantasy RPG when you're fighting, which isn't the most tense and scary thing. <laughs> um, Clock Tower on the Super Nintendo, uh, which also came out on PlayStation, like was a pretty creepy game. But I just think there's something about bringing it into the third dimension with polygons and running around this thing having the voice acting um i think the ps1 that era of mid 90s uh really kind of like kick-started and put horror games on a whole new trajectory right um to where they are today mm-hmm. your turn all right i'm gonna i'm gonna fly through these <laughs> sort of uh kind of again i wrote down more than three um, but I do think I know my three here. And um, since you said Resident Evil 1, I'm going to start out with Resident Evil 2 oh. on the PlayStation 1. <laughs> um, because that game, for me, uh, same kind of deal. Like, the PS1 era was the start of horror for, for me, really, where I just, like, really got into it. I yeah. really liked it. I liked, like, the same thing people talk about and you talk about like growing up with horror Mm -hmm. with movies and like oh like the tension of it and like oh being scared and like you don't want to watch but you do want to watch like that's that was what i felt playing horror games it was like i was scared and would have to like walk away and not play it and like turn the lights on while i was playing it but like i still fiended for it i'm like (laughs) oh man i i I gotta get past this 
zombie. I gotta get past this thing. Yeah. And Resident Evil 2, I didn't really play Resident Evil 1 that much. I had rented Resident Evil 2, and it became one of those games where like I'd keep renting it over yeah. and over again. And I really liked having the two characters of Leon and Claire, and it felt like two different games practically which was something that i don't think i ever really experienced before in a game uh-huh. um and yeah it was just awesome i mean same things you were talking about yeah. with resident evil one is just i think resident evil 2 did uh, did it even better it opened up the world a little more you got to explore raccoon city a little more um and uh yeah it was just super fun creepy zombies always tense you're always scrounging for ammo and ink ribbons. That thing makes that's that's something that like indie games now kind of still will push and do, whereas big budget games don't really do it anymore. But like <laughs> giving you a system where you can only save by having an item that you have to find in the mm-hmm. game makes things so tense and so well, much yeah. more scary. Yes. Like you're scared to go around the corner because you know you just used your last ink ribbon, so you're gonna have to start over two hours over because well, that's you like with ammo it. too. Yeah, like in real life, you run out of it. Yeah, yeah. And like a lot of bigger games now, like kind of do away with those things because they want to smooth out the edges and not make people aggravated and rough. But it's like you're you're losing something by getting yeah. rid of stuff like the that. Realistic. I don't even. It doesn't even have to be know. realism. It's just <clears throat> it's just a mechanic feeds into like yeah. the terror and the... well yeah because it's more tension yeah. then it's like you have to really pay attention to what you're doing yeah like it's Ugh. when you're playing one of the new resident evil nows like it's it's auto saving at every door you open so you know if you get eaten by the zombie Maybe. around the corner you're like okay i'll go back 30 seconds big deal mm-hmm. not two hours <laughs> uh the next one i'm gonna say you know what you only did two so i'm doing four okay <laughs> no because i know my four i can't decide I know my four. <laughs> I, I, you know what no it's three <laughs> but you get a bonus uh anyway silent hill is my next one on the ps1 silent hill was the only one where i'll give kind of a story about my childhood and that's Basically, that this, um, I feel like really cemented, like, okay, I'm, a, I like horror games now. Silent Hill is so good and such, like, an interesting vision for horror and what it does. And it's a game that's not about being in the dark, it's about being in, like, the fog and you can't see stuff. Like, oh, it's not, yeah. it's not a super dark game until, like, shit gets Silent Hilly. But, like, you spend the first hour of the game just kind of, like, roaming this abandoned town in the mist and the fog. And it's so creepy. And you see ghosts of your daughter. And you don't know what happened to her. It's so good. And they they do, like, really interesting camera work with the game. Mm -hmm. And I love it. Because you still don't see stuff like that uh, very much nowadays, with like stuff at an angle and twisting as you like walk around a corner. It's very done very well. I still think it holds up. Silent Hill's great. Um, and my story of that is like in in a lot of those magazines back in the day, they would have like walkthroughs and guides of them in the back. And one, 
I had of, was of Silent Hill, and my mom would actually like basically because those games are hard, and I normally didn't use guides, but you know those games are pretty damn hard. So my I ended up having like my mom kind of got into it, like <laughs> being like, oh, like this is weird and interesting, kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so she would sit there and like read the guide to me and like tell me where to go and how, what was the next step uh, and how to solve, solve puzzles and stuff. Good mom. Yeah, she's great. And <laughs> it was like super fun and one of those bonding moments. Yeah. And I guess that, you know, probably elevates the game and the whole series yeah. for me a little bit. Yeah. Um, just having that, that moment between me and my mom. Yeah. Fun stuff. Silent Hill. Great. <laughs> Number three, Outlast 2. Yeah. Was yeah. say that again. That's a good one. It is. <laughs> uh I don't it's this game I feel like still doesn't get the love it deserves and it makes me mad because the first Outlast like came out with a bang people were like this is the new oh, wave yeah. of horror first person you can't fight things basically like you got to hide from everything it's so creepy and scary you're in a insane asylum. Anyway, Outlast <laughs> 2 like came out and I we played it like maybe a year after it came out. We, um, so that's the thing. I, mean, I remember playing it, but I don't remember like we how... did, we played it after it had been like patched and worked on a little bit more. Oh. When it originally came out, like a lot of people complained that it was too hard and there was like different things that they people didn't like about they it. Never play the original Friday the Thirteenth. Then talk about being <laughs> hard. <laughs> um, but when. You and me played Outlast 2. I was, like, I thought that game was amazing. Yeah. Way better like, than the first one. Yeah. It was I way more open. Than, yeah. You're stuck in this, like, mountain yeah. town thing mm-hmm. with this religious cult. And there's, like, it it's, does really trippy stuff. Yes. There's, there's like, flashbacks in uh, with a school. Uh-huh. And you're trying to figure out, but, like, yeah. the past and how the connection What's happens with the characters. Yeah. Uh, and it's Keeping just it's super scary. Yeah. And it, it does everything the first one does. But I think it just does it all better. Like, I yeah. enjoyed the setting and the story way more. Yeah. it was The, the set pieces the, I thought yeah. were really cool. I when, thought the story was better. When you have to go through <laughs> the cornfields in that game, it feels like going in a cornfield and not knowing where you are you know, while people lost. are searching for you. Like... That anxiety. Yeah, it's so good. I <laughs> I think Outlast 2 is amazing. And like I said, I think it deserves way more love than it gets because i don't see like anybody talk about it it just it came out and people were like it's not good as the first one bye (laughs) um yeah i think it's one of the best horror horror games um so i I wanted to give a shout out to pt because even though PT is a playable teaser of a yeah, game that never came out, that longer than you. <laughs> that game I was living with my buddy Will as my roommate, and we played that together, and we couldn't like walk through the hallway more than once without being so scared that we would pass the controller I to think the I other you person. Guys play that. 
yeah. for somebody. I don't and know. then you guys were and like, I can't fucking do it. Here, man. I was like, really? Yeah. You're supposed to be men. <laughs> it, 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 it scared me so much. Well, like, yeah, it's I really super duper creepy. And it's barely anything. Yeah, but right. I think that, like. Because you have. You know something's going to happen. Yeah. You're in a creepy place. Like, oh, my God, this person's going to – or something's going to happen. Yeah. And it's just you're waiting for – yeah. It's that anticipation, the anxiety, the – your mind is is worse than – yeah. It, it sucks <laughs> that, like, people aren't going to be able to easily experience play, that. Yeah. Play it. Because it's – I, I it's not listed anymore. You can't it's download not. it anymore. But you have it, right? It's still downloaded on my PS4, mm-hmm. so like I could play it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like it, it literally is the reason all horror games are the way they are now. It's <laughs> the reason like Outlast exists practically. It's the reason like so many horror games are now first person and not shooting survival, scavenging for ammo's like. Uh, jump scare is central. <laughs> um, PT like changed the whole horror game, and it's not even a real game that you can <laughs> download anymore. Uh, but yeah, a big shout out to PT. Um, Evil Within Two and Dead Space also mm-hmm. were there. I think those games are really good. Good job. You said good job. Like <laughs> <laughs> mean, I did something. <laughs> Oh man, hour thirty five minutes. We did it. That so that is our favorite horror stuff, uh, that we love, <laughs> and we like having new horror stuff come into our yeah. lives mm-hmm. and maybe take the position of some of those favorite spots. Who knows? Maybe it will. Malignant almost made my list. Yeah. You know, it might if I watch it a couple more times. Who knows? <laughs> um. I think uh, the going forward, we want to do a couple different things with the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've talked about doing possibly like some trivia games, maybe between us and you, the listeners. Mm-hmm. That would be kind of fun if we did something like that. Uh, we'll probably do like spotlight episodes on occasion where we maybe like just do like a deep dive on maybe one movie or one game. Yeah. Um, and we might, uh, talk about some of the news, horror news that comes out, you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. But, uh, that's pretty much going to wrap up this episode. Yeah. Uh, our beta testing. Hope you guys liked it. Um, I think on our next episode, what do you think we're going to talk about, Allison? Well, the new Halloween movie, Halloween Ends, that comes out on the 14th. So maybe we'll talk about that. Oh, we could. Because it's supposed to be the end of Laurie Strode and um, Michael Myers. I think we'll give impressions on that. Yeah. Maybe not go into a deep dive yet. (laughs) Because it's like so new, we don't want to spoil everything. Yeah. Or maybe we spoil everything. Fuck it. It's not like we're going to have a thousand... 2,000 people no. listening to this. I don't know. We'll figure <laughs> Maybe it out. Maybe 10. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, it's October. It's the month of October, so we're going to have lots it's of spooky spook- season. 
we're gonna have lots of spooky stuff to talk about uh things have been coming out left and right yeah. uh we could talk about deadstream on the next podcast yeah, right. which that. was a fantastic movie that mm-hmm. came out on shutter recently one. the midnight club just released uh which is mike flanagan's new uh, mini series on netflix mm-hmm. Um, there's just new stuff coming out mm-hmm. all time horror related. Um, I'm playing like fun, spooky games, not really like scary ones. Pumpkin Jack <laughs> and, uh, costume quest is getting, going to be out on game pass next week. So I'm playing that immortality is sort of horror ish. Well, yeah, there's, there's, stuff- there's, there's something. Yeah, there's blood. We got stuff to talk about is what I'm saying. Yeah. So, and then uh, I think like the only really thing that I, because I'm watching the same things you're watching pretty much, um, is like uh, really the second half of the 11th season of The Walking Dead started. So I've been yeah. watching that. So We're definitely going to need your opinion on that when it ends. Yes. Maybe we can get an episode update mm-hmm. week by week. Because I've watched that since day one yeah since it came out in 2010 um was halloween yep october 31st so uh yeah that's some stuff you can maybe look forward to us talking about on the next episodes and we hope to see you later we need a catchphrase at or the something. end yeah this was fun so thank you for whoever is listening to this. Yeah, thanks for and listening. And stuck with us for over an hour. Yeah, geez, maybe <laughs> that we'll try to, to you cut know, it. We'll, yeah, this we'll... was our first time, so we didn't know where it was gonna go or. Yeah, we'll figure things out and pacing and stuff like yeah. that. Uh, I've podcasted quite a bit, but this is like your first yeah, time. Yeah, I haven't really done this before. Doing this, it was fun. Yeah, I'm glad you liked it. Yeah. Aww. Aww. <laughs> um. So that's gonna do it for us. Hope to see you on the next episode, everybody. Have a spooky October and a happy Halloweeny. <laughs> I'm hoping we're going to have more episodes up before Halloween, but still, have a happy Halloween. Yes, have a good one. And I'm just, catchphrase, catchphrase, get sliced and diced. and No. Uh, (laughs) uh, Hope your screams are the the queens of your day. He needs to work on this more. (laughs) Have a dead day. <laughs> Bye. Thank Bye. Welcome <laughs> to, our to my closet room. <laughs> that sounds creepy. <laughs> yeah. like a... It's a creepy podcast. Woo! That sounds like a horror movie title. <laughs>
for a movie. Welcome to my closet. closet. <laughs> <laughs> or a weird porno, I 